We are so excited to share that DSO Connect is now on Patreon, where you can support us directly. Join as a patron and get exclusive access to a bonus podcast episode each month. Just $5 or $10 a month will be a huge help for us. And that's less than your monthly coffee budget. Has the DSO Connect podcast given you ideas and strategies to increase your studio's enrollment and retention? Have our weekly episodes encouraged you as a leader and an artist? Has the DSO Connect community group helped you and your business survive the pandemic? Our goal for DSO Connect and the podcast is to help as many studio owners as possible by delivering quality content and fresh new ideas each week. But we can't do that without your support. It takes equipment, software, expertise, money, and lots of time to produce our podcast. If you think our podcast has helped you gain or retain even just one student, that support pays for itself. To find out more and to become a patron, go to patreon.com and search for DSO Connect. Or check out our link tree at linktree.com slash DSO Connect. Thank you so much for your support. We can't do this without our community of studio owners. Welcome to the DSO Connect podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Robin. What's happening? How you doing? Well, we're having dance camp today. So if you guys hear some dance studio noise in the background, it's because I'm a dance studio owner. <gasps> Shock. And, <laughs> and um, yep, dance camp is rocking and rolling. You know, this week has been interesting because there's been a lot of... Uh, 13 year old drama that oh. seems to be you know bubbling forth it's like it reminds me of you know those uh splash pads or, or i don't know what they're called but they're like at amusement parks where it's super hot and it's like these this water like shoots up out of the yes of the pavement and kids play in it and then the water goes away and then another one sprouts up over there and that's what the drama has been like this week it's like as oh. soon as i <laughs> get one fountain of water to stop flowing it pops up in another place oh no yeah and uh my i had a conference with one of the students and dancers at the end of the night hold on one second Thank you for being on it. Okay, so to to prove my point, um, that was I was just interrupted by three darling little nine-year-olds letting me know that the orphans in our musical, who are not normally dancers at my studio, they just auditioned from the community keep touching the mirrors and smearing the mirrors and they and my dancers know not to touch the mirrors so and I keep going in there and saying stop touching the mirrors and they keep saying it's the orphans it's the orphans and um so there's a lot of oh just, those rapscallion orphans yes <laughs> yes but you know anyway the point I was getting at was we had a parent meeting one night this week with one of my 13 year olds and because there was you know just dramatic behavior and and um you know group chat stuff that was getting out of hand and and not nice 
words to one another and not working hard in the classroom. And it was just this snowball of 13-year-old stuff. And at the end of the meeting, I came out of my office and I was just like, I have so many more things to work on. Like, how much time shall I dedicate to, you know, this issue? And Kathy said, just remember, it's our job to help these girls through it. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reset me a little bit because we talk in our marketing all the time about um, teaching life lessons and growing young leaders and growing good people. And here I am in the thick of it. And it's like these girls are, they, they're just, they're navigating in a world that's very different from the one that you navigated through when you were 13 because oh, yeah. you didn't have social media and the group texting and, and people saying things that um, they wouldn't normally say to someone's face. And then, you know, things get deleted and then it's, things get screenshotted and people deny, but then there's proof. And it's like, oh my God. It's and Yikes. yeah, I know. So anyway, it's been that kind of a week, but um, I got that nice, you know, pull back to reality, which is this is just part of our job, and yeah. we're always going to be thirteen-year-olds, and we can't. Well, hopefully, we will we always have thirteen-year-olds to deal with, unless we graduate them at twelve and say <laughs> our program is over. Goodbye. <laughs> no, and yeah. that's and that's a legitimate choice if you just want to focus on, you know. The, the little ones and just have a studio that focuses on elementary age. That's great. That's Your choice for you. You'll have yeah. a different kind of heartache. Right. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's how my week's going. How's your week going? Oh, my week is going. I um, had a rough day yesterday and actually took the day off from the studio, which was much needed and easy to do because I have the teams and the systems in place to do it. Good. And all I had to do was text my um, office manager or my customer care specialist and just say, hey, having a rough day. Can you cover my class tonight? And she said, no problem. Totally taken care of. And everything carried on without me. Great. And the world did not crumble. <laughs> See, that is what we hope to help other studio, newer studio owners get to that place because... Mm-hmm you can't be a slave to your studio. Everyone deserves a personal day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not, you're not at your best if you're showing up af, you know, in the m- midst of some personal thing and you're distracted and you're exhausted and you're on the brink of burnout. You're not serving your students. Exactly. Yeah. I knew, I knew that I was not going to be able to deliver the kind of class experience that I want my kids to have. Mm-hmm. if I had gone in and taught. And so I knew that Brittany was going to be able to take over the class and give them a better experience than I could have on that day. And that's totally fine. Yep. Sure yeah. is. Yeah. It's actually optimal. It's actually optimal. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So what are we talking about today, Ms. Robin? So we're going to talk about ways to spruce up your studio for the new season without breaking the bank. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love this one because it's such a often overlooked idea. Like the summer finally ends and maybe you have a week of, of nothing at your studio before classes start. Or maybe you just have a weekend and like all you want to do is just take that time off. But if you put in a little bit of work or if you recruit some of your families to help you 
it's going to make a big impact when families come back or when new families come in the door um, for your fall classes. So, um, yeah. And just as an aside, you know, I, on Facebook, I, I am friends with a lot of um, people who are school teachers. A lot of my former students have gone on to become school teachers and I love seeing their end of summer posts where they're getting their classrooms ready. And, you know, this is something that teachers love to do. And um, it's, it's exciting. You know, you want to have a fresh, clean, um, inviting environment for when the students come back. And even in our dance studios, we need to kind of do that. But our teachers would probably be a good resource as well not only our, our studio families or our companies but we'll talk about that like who's who's helping mm-hmm. so yeah let's start with that okay yeah so who's helping you can't do it all by yourself and maybe you don't have the skills to do it all by yourself so where are you going to get people to do these projects these tasks um if you have a facebook group for your current families i would start there and just say hey we've got a spruce up day happening you know pick a date on your calendar maybe it's a sunday um you know or maybe it's a series of days we've got a spruce up week happening would love to have some help you can offer tuition credit for hours worked or or you can just ask for volunteers either way mm-hmm. you're going to get that help in um yeah, you could even say i'm going to provide pizza mm-hmm. and anybody who wants to come um you know we would appreciate the help and just make it fun like put on some music and make it like a little party and everybody's kind of you know socializing a little bit while they're working like that i think could be one strategy that would mm-hmm. What you what you want to be careful of, though, is having too many people and then nothing gets done. So I would I would maybe use Calendly to have the specific number of slots for um, for like a time range that you don't have too many people and then plan out before the day begins who's going to do what project. So that way everything's delegated when they when everybody gets there, you tell them exactly what they're doing Um, or you could even have the tasks like typed up. Mm-hmm. And let, when the Jones family comes in and their project is, you know, to deep clean Studio One, you just hand them the paper and it has all the directions exactly. so that you don't have to stand there and explain it all. It's right there. And if they have questions, they can ask you. But that way. And save those typed up instructions for next year when you do your deep clean and your studio refresh again. And that way you, you don't have to even have them put notes on them oh. before and hand them back, like check off the things that they've done. And maybe there's something that you didn't think of like, mm-hmm. Hey, we moved the piano and dusted behind the piano. It wasn't on the list. Have them write it down. And that goes in your debrief for next year. Brilliant. Love it. Good idea. Awesome. So you can offer work-study credit. You don't have to. It really depends on your own studio vibe. I just um, sometimes when I, I sometimes tend to like to give something back to families because this is a business. Mm -hmm. You know, the grocery store doesn't say, hey, everybody, come in on Sunday. We're going to dust the shelves. We need volunteers from our customers. You know, so I do try to keep that. they're paying me for a service and then if they provide a service back to me I try to compensate them but you may have a different relationship with your families you may have families that are on scholarship and that could be part of their scholarship arrangement Mm -hmm. is that and but make sure it's agreed upon in advance but you could say um every time we do a spruce up day the scholarship families are expected to put in a couple hours or something yes 
I love that idea. I love that idea. Another thing you can do if you have like some more specialized projects, like maybe you need an electrician or you want to hire a painter, you can post in your family's group or send out an email that says, hey, we're looking for an electrician or we're looking for a plumber. Does anybody have someone that they can recommend? And then um, if you have an electrician or a plumber as one of your parents, they will certainly pipe up and say, oh, hey, I'm an electrician. I can do that for you. And wouldn't you rather give that business to one of your parents than some stranger? Absolutely. We have a uh, one of my advanced dancers is her dad is a HVAC guy. Oh, and that's awesome. They've been at our studio for many, many, many years. And we have a lot of different HVAC systems because our building is very old and there's a lot of additions. So every room is kind of different. But we've been in Florida and we've called this this guy and just been like there's a problem at the studio and he goes he handles it i get an invoice i apply it to his bill everybody's happy and you know we're not stressing about oh god how much is that going to cost us that's amazing Um, yeah i had um i i discovered that one of my um accelerated students dads is an is an electrician and i was like oh really that's exciting um i was like could you like create an outlet for me where there is no outlet currently and he's like magic i know and he was like yes i i can do that and um i was like that would be amazing can you come in on this day and do this and he's like absolutely and he didn't charge me anything he insisted he absolutely insisted to not charge me and i said all right next time i'm paying you or i'm giving you credit or something yeah well that's nice and the other thing that i've always um tried to do is if, so, if you're working with someone on a regular basis, I tell them, don't discount your service. Mm-hmm. I'm not discounting my service for you. We're just going to do dollar for dollar. If, if the service you provided me was $100, I'm going to give you $100 credit exactly. on your account, just like it was cash. And the reason for that is I don't want anyone to one day say that they got the short end of the stick. I want everything to be fair. So, okay, so let's talk about what we're going to actually do. Yes to our studios without breaking the bank. Um, I think the the easiest and cheapest thing to do is clean and deep clean. And, and especially if you're using family volunteers, everybody knows how to clean, hopefully. Like most people know how to clean. It's funny, like, I have, I my work study students, I have to teach them how to do things. But yes, it, it shouldn't take long to teach somebody how to clean. Or if you have like a parent-child duo, the parent yes. probably knows how to clean. Yeah. But yeah, get the baseboards, get the ceiling fans, get the tops of cubbies and the trophy shelves and, mm-hmm. and move furniture and clean underneath and behind. I discovered a little spider nest situation underneath of my lobby couch, which was a oh. wonderful discovery when we moved the couch and cleaned yeah. behind it. So, you know, just get all those deep cracks and crevices, dust up into the corners. Um, and you can use your existing crew if you already have a work study crew that does this, or you can, again, have, you know, other parent volunteers and families, family volunteers. But again, the more you can keep track of what you're doing, like written down in a document, the easier it's going to be for next year. Yeah, I we also hire a company to professionally clean our mirrors. Oh. Um, and if you don't do that, you might want to do it once a year. 
Um, it's not that expensive. We have five dance studios and we had um, like commercial glass windows outside um, and some signage that was low. Um, and they would just clean the signage, the windows, and five dance studios worth of stu of um, mirrors. And I think the bill was like $125 or something. So, and it makes such a big difference when your mirrors are professionally cleaned. That's as amazing. Long as, as long as you can keep the orphans from... <laughs> <laughs> Those silly orphans. Silly orphans. So, um, also carpets cleaned. Mm. Um, I, thankfully I have a, a dad at the studio who does, he has a carpet cleaning business. So I just reached out to him the other day and I was like, Hey, and I took pictures of different areas that, um, had spots on them and, um, you know, he'll focus on those. And, um, now I really need to replace my carpet in my lobby, but we just did a whole exterior renovation. So that's not happening. So we definitely want to clean our carpets if we can't replace them. Um, Let's see. Painting. Mm. Yes. yes. You Painting can do little little touch-up paints or a complete refresh. And repainting your entire studio is going to be pretty expensive. But I would say just, you know, look at it from a parent perspective. When they walk in the door, what are they seeing? And try and paint accordingly. So make sure that your entryway is really spruced up and nice and look, nice looking. Make sure your lobby is really spruced up and nice looking. And those little scuff marks, those little dings in the wall, make sure you um, touch those up with paint. You know what um, area is often overlooked is, you know, if you have an airlock or like an external entry before mm -hmm. you get into the lobby, Sometimes we don't think about that space and there's like dirt in the the track of the door jam or, you know, like just go crazy in the areas that the parents are going to see when they first walk up to your building. Yes. I always park in the back and come in the back door of my studio. So I don't really even look at the front door that often. And the other day I, I was like, you know, dismissing students and waving to parents or whatever. And, um, and realized there was like a giant spider web in the corner of my front door. And I was like, Oh God. Yeah. See, we don't <laughs> see that. Make sure you're going through your front door for yeah. sure. Once yeah. in a while. Um, yeah, so just um, some a little bit of touch up can go a long way. Um, if you're going to go a little more crazy with that idea and actually change your your colors or do a, you know, lobby upgrade, um, definitely take before and after pictures and mm -hmm. then post them on social media and make a big deal about it. Yes. Um, in the fall of 2019, I decided to upgrade my lobby because it was very, you know, we hadn't done it in a while. So what I did, which was actually kind of fun for my husband and I, I went crazy on Facebook Marketplace and I was looking for kind of like glam, um, frilly, girly, like, um, I, don't, I don't know what the word is that I would use to describe the way I did my lobby, but all the pictures are like inspirational quotes and, you know, a lot of girl power stuff. And, you know, the chairs are kind of like boutique, like glam chairs. And, but I did like black and silver and like a little pop of hot pink everywhere, um, every here and there. But I did, I, I searched on Facebook marketplace, made deals with people they had a map where we were going literally like I think we went as far as like 60 miles away to pick wow. stuff up and I just went to the bank got a boatload of cash my husband and I plotted it all out on a Sunday drove 
all over the place, stopped for lunch a couple times or for food and coffee a couple times and um, just busted it all out. I think we spent $600 and one day and we had all fresh, a fresh look going on in the studio. I had someone paint the walls. Um, one wall was a glitter wall and that's for, a, it's relatively easy and it makes a big impact, glitter walls especially for a dance studio. Who doesn't want a glitter wall? A glitter wall? Why don't I have a glitter wall? This is brilliant. <laughs> I know. It's it's pretty easy. This is what my life has been missing all these years. Yeah, a glitter wall. So, um, d- but d- yeah, you definitely want to take those before and after pictures and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, let your families know that you've made an effort to make the space that they spend, the, the space that they spend time in, comfortable because you value them exactly and that's what you're that's what you're doing right. when you're when you're when you're upgrading your lobby you're you're showing your appreciation for your customers your parents yeah um a few years ago i went to ikea and bought a new couch and some new cabinets and some new storage for dancewear and shoes and stuff and i decided that i needed to do this and buy all these things the sunday night before classes started Uh, on Monday. So I drove an hour and a half to the Ikea in my little Honda Fit and I fit all the boxes in my car and drove an hour and a half back with like boxes leaning on my shoulder the whole way and then called my boyfriend at like uh 11 p.m said hey you want to come put together some furniture with me oh my god Casey you're crazy I know it was awesome though (laughs) and then so better planning would have been better but I was so pleased that the next day when families came in the lobby looked a little different there was some mm-hmm. new furniture there you know it just it looked spruced up and nice and it was exciting for them yeah you could also look at the outside of your building and depending you know uh, what the rules are and if you're in a strip mall or, or what your exterior looks like maybe some potted plants outside mm-hmm. um that you could change seasonally like we do pink and white petunias in the summer and then we change you could change them out to like mums in the fall and then do greens in the winter and wouldn't it be great to have one mom be in charge of that because i don't know about you but i am really good at killing plants and i um i've tried to have plants in the studio but they just die all the time so rude um but if you had one mom who's like got a really great green thumb and you said hey would you like to be in charge of our of our foliage (laughs) yeah that's a great idea another idea um is if there's a local um nursery or garden store that is interested in doing kind of a is interested in handling that you could put up a sign somewhere that says you know the flowers are courtesy of you know joe's greenhouse and you could it's kind of like a little marketing for them yeah that's great and maybe they get a free ad in your recital program yep love it yeah that's that's a great idea for a local business partnership let's talk about um like just little fixes throughout the building yeah i want to schedule like an audit so to speak of your building walk around with a pad or your your you know your notes on your phone or whatever even taking pictures is a good idea and just look around look closely at all the little things that you didn't have time to worry about over the you know throughout the school year and through the summer maybe there's tap shoe scuffs on the walls and you know just a magic eraser and a team full of uh young people can 
clean that up for you. Just make a list of all of the little nudges that have been bugging you all year mm -hmm. and either throw stuff away or take care of minor fixes. And, um, and like get perspectives and, and viewpoints that you don't usually get as a studio owner. Like sit down in the lobby furniture and see what you can see from there. Sit down on the couch, sit down in the studio. That's a like, great idea. Sit in every chair. Sit in every chair and see what you see. Because maybe there's a hole in the ceiling that you can't see from your regular your yeah. regular route that you do through the lobby, but maybe from one that one your, chair. Maybe one of your upholstered chairs smells weird. Oh, yeah. And you would never know that unless yeah. you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want chairs that smell weird no yeah yeah so go through all the corners let's talk about those photos that we have yeah this is my over. favorite my one of my favorite things to do every year and i didn't do it last year because i was just so burnt out and exhausted but i'm determined to do it this year um is updating photos that you have displayed in your studio i go through my recital photos i have a photographer at the actual live event um and select like up to or maybe over a dozen pictures that i want printed um or maybe you had a photographer come in and take pictures during classes, or maybe it's pictures from picture day, whatever it might be, get some new and current photos of your current students because, you know, you don't want your students to be walking around and then have all these pictures of people that they don't know because they're so old. Mm -hmm. So um, definitely you want to update your photos every year. And I use Costco for my photo printing and it's pretty cheap. If you don't have a Costco near you, um, Walgreens actually has pretty cheap photo printing. Target even does it as well. Um, or I'm sure there's like online uh, photo printers that are pretty cheap as well. But what I do at Costco is I get them printed on foam core poster size and I do lots of different sizes. And then I have like a gallery wall um, in my hallway of different sizes and and um and shapes of posters all over and kind of arranged in an artistic way and then when the kids come in for the first week of classes in the fall they're like oh my god it's me <laughs> so that's exciting yeah that's great we really want them to feel like this is my home and look i'm on the wall now and i belong here mm -hmm. that's really important yeah and maybe if your budget is really tight right now at the end of the summer, you're waiting for fall tuition to start coming in, maybe these ideas you don't implement right now, but maybe you can save them for winter break. Yeah, and even better, you, sh you could, using our profit first principles, you could have a little savings account where every month maybe you put $25 in, so by this time next year, you know, you've got a little bucket of money that you mm -hmm. can do these things and, and have everything fresh for the new year. Exactly. Yep. Um, another thing that we can do is retape the floors. Oh, got to retape those floors. Yeah. And that's yeah. not always inexpensive. That could be, um, th those rolls of tape are pretty expensive. Yeah. But you want to make but you sure. you got to do it. You don't want to start the year off with holes in your Marley seams. Yes. And make sure that it's done right. Um, I've had people do it before that kind of rush through it and there's mm -hmm. wrinkles and it just does it if, with that tape being so expensive you really want to make sure someone's taking their time and doing it right um, another thing you can do is take a look at the signs that you have around your studio sometimes mm -hmm. we put up paper signs um, 
I'm a stickler for tape loops. Like if you put up a sign in my studio and you just have one little inch of tape like in the center on, you know what I mean? Like on the outside of the, and then the edges start Start to curl, yeah. No, tape loops on the back so that I can just pull it right off when I'm done. But take a look at your signs. If it's a sign that's gonna stay for a while, like laminate it laminate it make sure that it's on a nice font and on a colored paper or yeah. something that kind of goes with but your those those colored pieces of paper generally fade so you probably have to refresh your laminated signs every so often anyway and so right. whether whether it's your your you know payment policy or your withdrawal policy or like an encouraging sign mm-hmm. next to the mirrors or, or whatever you want to make sure that you um, go around and refresh those as needed Yeah. And also when people see the same thing over and over and over again, sometimes they stop seeing it. Yeah. I fade in the background. Just changing the sign and making the font look different, even though it's the same message at Mm -hmm. the front desk about no refunds or something could catch someone's attention. Yeah. Or a different, a different colored paper, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So those are some ideas that I had. Um, I think that there's a lot there to sink your teeth into. It doesn't have to be an overwhelming process if you can just get organized about it in the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I would just take some time, write down everything that you want to do from from paint to cleaning to sign refresh to photo updating and just delegate, 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 recruit some help and see how much you can get done in like one Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And don't beat yourself up if it doesn't get done right away. New families are trickling until October-ish just keep sprucing Mm -hmm. these also can be things that you assign to your front desk staff when there's downtime exactly yeah yeah cool all right it's exciting times it is exciting times yes i can't wait can't wait all right robin what's your heart happy moment so this week we had our syb our susquehanna youth ballet board meeting um and we did it on my deck and my husband cooked for us and it was lovely and it was a little bittersweet because our SYB director, Carrie, who we actually interviewed on one of our podcasts a few weeks, months back, um, she's she's leaving. She's going to Boston. Her, her husband's job was relocated. Oh, wow. So we got to say goodbye to her, and we, um, we welcomed some new board members onto the board who were uh former team members so and carrie's going to stay on the board so it, it was nice to have this board of directors of people that have previously worked at emc that even though their life is taking them in a different direction they still want to be involved in what we're doing and um that Aww. just made me feel really good about That's so like great yeah like the sense of you know hey i like this place and even though my life is taking me in a different direction i still want to have my my little finger in the pot yeah and they still believe in what you're doing yeah that's beautiful that's great how about you um let's see the other day i had some old old friends come through town they were driving from baltimore to north carolina and they made a pit stop in in richmond and so we got lunch and this is a a good friend of mine like from high school um i was in her wedding and you know all that kind of stuff and um so it was her and her husband and her daughter who just turned eight and she's so big now and she's like at the age where she can basically have like an adult conversation and you don't have to speak to her like a tiny human she's like an actual person now um and i just like had such a great time chatting with this eight-year-old at lunch and like 
admiring what a beautiful job my friends have done with raising her because she's just such a such a stellar human being that's beautiful i love that yeah it was great all right well thanks so much for chatting today i hope you all enjoyed these ideas feel free to share your own ideas for how you're going to spruce up your studio for the fall in our dso connect community group on facebook we want to definitely hear about what is going on in your buildings what's happening so yeah also just a little plug we have to go quickly because we have coffee chat in mm-hmm. our community next and i know that you'll be listening to this podcast at a later date but check out our coffee chat we yeah, do it once a fun. month um it's a zoom call it's for anyone in our dso connect community free facebook group mm-hmm. and we just talk about dance studio owner stuff and sometimes we talk about you know things that are going on in our lives and we just um you know connect with people who get us and we share our goals for the month, which I think is super helpful because it's like you're accountable to someone else. You're yeah. not just like kind of floating around. <laughs> you know, you actually have like a group of people who are going to hold you accountable. And next month you have to report back whether or not you <laughs> achieve right. your goal. <laughs> right. So, yeah. All right. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. That is the best way to help our show. And we are now also on Patreon where you can support us for just five or ten dollars a month and get exclusive access to bonus episodes once a month we're super excited about that and we're going to be sharing some um, behind the scenes action just for our patreon members as well so if you think that our podcast has helped you even just a little bit in your business please um please consider becoming a patron just go to patreon.com dso connect All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for listening today and we'll be back next week. Bye.